Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to a wonderful special episode of Ongakiryu, coming to you live from Tokyo Tower, or some park in front of Tokyo Tower, because we're just a bunch of bored people without lives and just drinking beer and eating corn dogs. And pizza mon. And pizza mon. <laughs> I'm Rose Ken, and with me we have Luna. Konbawa, minasan! And as you hear, we're in Japan, with not real any real recording equipment. I am recording this episode off of the field recorder that Luna has brought. So, if this episode just sounds like shit, well, too bad. <laughs> Lots of cars in the background, you might hear some bikes. And this episode took a, a little while of planning to do around because we honestly we didn't even know if we were going to have this episode or not. Yeah, our schedules have been crazy and for us to find time to actually get together and do this being all over Tokyo right now in different places, different times. I'm glad we were actually able to do this. Yeah, so we're pretty much recording in a public place. And, uh, you know, there's a wonderful man here just walking around. Talking to himself? <laughs> Talking to himself. I think he's exercising, but you know, that, that's neither here or there. But, yeah, you know, y you're coming from St. Louis, and we're in Japan currently. So, on the ride over, what you end up listening to? Well, I slept most of the time. I didn't really listen to anything, but I did watch the movie Joyride, which was very good, very funny. It did have music in it, so it had a lot of K-pop music and some c-pop yeah and it was cute i recommend it it was funny and then also watched the pope's exorcist which was better than i thought it would be i had no hopes going into it so it was an interesting plane ride but i will say i probably heard more music around going shopping than i did on the plane what about you, Ken? Did you get to listen to some music while you were, you were flying over? Uh, yes, yes. I, I, I was listening to my usual best of mix there. So there's just a bunch of random stuff, such as perfume and Kodakumi and things like that. So a bunch of huge assortments here. But one of the things that we ended up doing that, you know, we had plans to do when we found out that our schedules were aligning here was we went to go to a music event um, sponsored by AVEX so we, we thank AVEX very very much so for letting us uh, in on the know for this event and it was called Tokyo Story Tokyo Chemistry Tokyo Chemistry Tokyo Chemistry that, that, that tells you how, how, how my day has been <laughs> <laughs> Tokyo Chemistry here and it's it was a very interesting event it was a event highlighting artists of both kind both music and of traditional art also with fashion and just dance as well and oh boy it was something oh it was oh my god it was very unique and I love the combination of abstract art and plus some of the the dance is very unique the fashion was very odd but it was great seeing something different something fresh i will say the music acts though were phenomenal yes 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 and one one of the main acts we we went to go see was um ask fanny 
and they were phenomenal. You were able to see most of the most of the acts. I, unfortunately, I had some plans and I ended up coming in halfway through. But how did you think of the acts that we did get to see? Oh my god, I loved it. So Nack Vane was the one I I got to see, and they were the opening act, and they were amazing. Harukaze sounds so good live. They sang some of my favorite songs, and Sawana, Hido, Hido Yuki Sawana was fantastic as well. But they sang Chronic, Touch, I mean, all the big hits that they, they've really released so far, and they did a great set list. I mean, it was short, about a 30 minutes, but that time was so well spent and so well enjoyed. And then also Furui Riho, Riho, who I love, and I think she put on a great set, great act. And her vocals were good, and she also has a live event coming up in January, a tour for Chit Chat, and I wish I could see that. And I thought Wednesday Campanella was so much fun. I mean, she was very energetic all over, you know, engaging with the crowd. I thought Yama's vocals were great, too. Yeah, that, that was one of the artists that I had very interest in seeing there, which was Yama. Because of the fact that, you know, up until recently, she really has kept her physical self uh, an enigma. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was very interesting to see her perform live, and the mask that she was wearing was very, also, very, very interesting. Oh, yeah. I think Yama was a very interesting act, and she was just a amazement to see, especially, like you said, Ken, she's really hidden herself but this you can really feel her personality and see her live so I think that made a good impression yeah, I mean overall you know there was three major acts that you know I could see people were mostly coming for which Yama which was Yama Novel Bright Novel Bright and Ina the End Ina the End so Ina the End they, they, she had a lot of fans regardless in the beginning so absolutely you could see most of the people lined up had Ina the end shirts on yeah definitely tailored toward that so yeah, I really think this guy's the master of this park because he's been coming around trying to clean <laughs> so he's been eyeing your corn dog <laughs> because he he's off from the corn dog. nah I think he's afraid that you're gonna litter it more than uh -oh. anything <laughs> But yeah, no, besides that, you know, it's very interesting to see how music has been taking the everyday life here and just seeing it in full effect because we've been seeing a lot of, uh, obviously, a lot of Yama songs here. Um, honestly, the Johnny scandal has been erupting through our entire eyes right now. And I actually finally get to talk about this because the the episode that it broke, I, I, fortunately I wasn't on, so I, I got to miss that one. But if you guys don't know or haven't been really keeping up with the news or have and want to um, actually us here by the time this is recording, but, you know, Johnny's and Associates, as of October, does not exist anymore. They changed. They changed him. Their name to what? Smile Entertainment or something like that. And you know, this is up up the wake of all the the sexual abuse scandals that was ha happening under Johnny Kitagawa's reign. As 
head of Johnny's Entertainment. And it's it's unfortunate because unfortunately they're purging the name Johnny from everything. So that also means Johnny West is gonna get a new name. Smile West. Smile West. No, no. <laughs> so the thing is, once the this new company is called Smile, Smile Entertainment, and once that happens, they're gonna be in charge of everything dealing with the reprimand, the representation for all the all the abuse victims and making sure that all the money and everything is a-okay so so to speak and then once Smile Entertainment is done with that they will be done they would exist they, will, they won't exist anymore they'll close now they are going to change the name for Johnny's we don't apparently they're gonna have fan interaction to have the name changed for that it was a huge thing a couple of days ago because they literally took down the sign that said Johnny's Johnny's Entertainment from their building because of the fact that they are going forward to the fact that they are purging the name Johnny's from everything. So that means Johnny's West's name might be made up from fans. So depending on how that is going to go. That also means anything that says Johnny's as of right now I would try and buy. So I would try and buy Johnny West things. I'm not super, as you know, I'm not super into Johnny's West. However, while I've been here, I've been picking up a lot of Odyssey stuff. Yeah. And it's cheap. Yeah. Now is the time to get it. If you are in Japan or going to Japan, I would make it a priority of going to the book office of Disc Unions and picking these up. You can get them for you're talking five six bucks for some of the cds and blu-rays yeah especially how how poor the the japanese end is currently oh yeah i picked up some odyssey blu-rays for under 10 bucks oh yeah and this is like not even usd conversion but overall it's very interesting to see what has happened i know you guys briefly talked about it and it's like I get what was going to happen and when you guys were originally talking about it they weren't sure if they were going to change the no, name no they that. weren't sure what was going to happen they were going to continue on as Johnny's as far as we knew but I said it in my opinion I said at the time it could go either two ways it could they could go a completely different route and everything just comes to a halt and they start changing things completely or they can go on like nothing and it would get swept under the rug and unfortunately, because of the backlash that all these, um, all the television agencies were doing, as a motorcycle just veers on by, <laughs> Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift, maybe. But as as the backlash from the television companies and all the stations were happening. They had no choice because they were get, their their cast were getting blacklisted at that point for for having the name Johnny's and you know the thing is there's one guy that I was following about this and he's he said it correctly you know the type of hypocrisy that these television stations 
are going through. It's funny because the heads knew this kind of thing was happening. And they did nothing to it. And then now there's... Because they don't want to be caught knowing that they knew that this happened. Yep. They're just throwing everything under the rug. Yep. Absolutely. And they're trying to wash their hands of everything because... It's one of those things that it's just like with the whole Weinstein thing. Everyone knew what was going on, but didn't say anything. So they're guilty of that too. There's no way they didn't know. And they know if things get dug in deeper, they're going to be found out too. Yeah, I mean, you know, there were things that I was seeing from one of the victims where the guy was going through it for five years. And up to the point that almost every other day for like three to five hours and that's freaking crazy to be honest and I know some of the victims stated they were passed off to others and that's what makes you wonder in this situation it just wasn't Kitagawa obviously there were other people involved but those names have not been named as far as I know yeah but Regardless, you know, it's it's an unfortunate situation, and it is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, we're here in Japan, and I know this is probably a little bit of a shorter episode. I just wanted to touch base to at least say that we're here. We had an episode this week, and we'll be there next week. We'll probably be covering the Oricon or the other two weeks from now. So be on the lookout for that and yeah, be on the lookout for a wonderful couple of reviews and write-ups staying from my trips from Japan here. Yeah, I want to say thank you very much for listening to this wonderful episode of Ungakudu. I'm yours, Ken, saying thank you very much. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this special episode of Ken and I in Japan and stay tuned for some of my posts because I bought a whole bunch of CDs and Blu-rays while I was here. So you will see some great stuff. Well, we hope you enjoyed it. Jamatene. Much to the chagrin of her husband. Goodbye. <laughs>